Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Before we continue with our exploration of bits and bytes today, some late-breaking tech news, and good news at that. Many of us living in Maine are familiar with the term Derigo, which appears on Maine's state flag. The common meaning ascribed to the term Derigo is, I lead, which, while etymologically a bit of a stretch from the actual Latin verb, from which this form is taken, it's close enough for our purposes, especially today when Maine has passed the strongest restrictions on the use of facial recognition technology by government in any state of the Union. In this sense, Maine really is leading. There are lots of reasons why the use of facial recognition technology is a very bad idea. It's not particularly accurate when it comes to identifying people of any color other than white and of any gender other than male. But more important than that, it can have a devastating effect on personal privacy in many, many different ways. We've looked at facial recognition technology in a number of past programs, all of which are available in the Electronic Cottage Archives in the Public Affairs Archives at www.weru.org if anyone's interested in looking into the subject a bit more. So, what's so special about LD 1585 as passed by the Maine Legislature and signed into law in 2021? Unlike any other law in any state in the Union or on the federal level, This law prohibits the use of facial recognition technology by any part of state or local government. There is a narrow and very precise exception for some uses by law enforcement in the case of serious crimes, but that is it. No other state has such a comprehensive prohibition on the use of this very dicey, very privacy-invading technology by government. We here at the Electronic Cottage, along with many civil liberties groups and a raft of tech publications, applaud LD 1585 and encourage everyone to read it carefully. Maine really is living up to its Derigo motto when it comes to the use of this technology by government agencies. Anyone interested in reading this can go to maine.gov and type LD 1585 and a list will appear that includes either summaries or the full text of the law. Note, however, that this law applies only to state and local government. It does not apply to private organizations or individuals. We'll look more into the use of facial recognition software in the private sector another day. But for now, kudos to Maine, a real leader. Meanwhile, on a recent program, we began a discussion of some tech-speak terms that seem to be all around us these days. Understanding what those terms refer to can be very valuable as we navigate through today's world in which terms like gigabyte or 5K TV or 5G cell phone coverage scream out at us for ads for all sorts of electronic devices. We're wise to understand what these terms refer to, if for no other reason, so that we can understand what the heck we're buying and paying for. On that recent program, we pointed out that bits are binary digits, the basis of the workings of all electronic devices today. Eight bits 
form a sort of package that comprises a byte, spelled B-Y-T-E. How these terms are represented in writing is distinct. 8 GB of RAM, or random access memory, a term we might see when looking to purchase a computer, for example, is represented by a capital G and a capital B, which represents gigabytes. The speed of an internet connection, which we pay our internet service provider for, however, is written with a capital M and a small letter B, which represents megabits. And bits, as we now know, are much smaller than bytes, eight times smaller. Note that whether we're looking at bits or at bytes, there's usually another term that precedes either bit or byte. So, using bytes as an example, we may hear of kilobytes, or megabytes, or gigabytes, all terms that are in common use in our world today. There's something called the International System of Units, referred to with the abbreviation SI, which defines each of these terms as a multiple that is a thousand times larger than the one that precedes it. So, a kilo of something, which is derived from the Greek term for a thousand, is a thousand of whatever we're talking about, whether it's a gram or a byte. Mega stands for millions, which is a thousand thousand. So a megabyte is a thousand kilobytes. A gigabyte is a thousand megabytes, or a billion bytes. You get the idea. It's all multiplication. These days, we also hear about terabytes, which are, you guessed it, a thousand gigabytes. And storage capacities of this size actually exist today on hard drives that people can purchase for their own personal computers. Petabytes are, yep, a thousand terabytes. And some very large servers, such as what people store materials on in the cloud, actually have petabytes of storage available. Then there are exabytes, zettabytes, and as far as we know, the largest term currently imagined, yodabytes. None of these are in practical use just yet. And just so you shine at the next party where a trivia contest takes place, the word Google, which we're all familiar with, is spelled G-O-O-G-L-E. It's a play on the term Gogol, spelled G-O-O-G-O-L, a mathematical term that refers to a number that is 10 raised to the 100th power, an enormous number. The Google founders, Sergey Brin and Larry Page, chose the name Google for their organization in part because they originally laid out a mission, quote, to organize a seemingly infinite amount of information on the web, end quote. So, as we look around at storage or memory capacities of a computer or a smartphone that we may want to buy, or at internet speeds we may want to have in our homes or offices, understanding how these different measures relate to one another could be very helpful. Oh, except, of course, that there is an important asterisk here. While all of these SI multiples of a thousand are based on a thousand using base 10, which is represented as one zero zero zero. 
When we're talking about bits and bytes, we're talking about expressions in base 2, in which a thousand, if we were to translate it to base 10 notation, would be a multiple of 1024, not 100. But as we often say, close enough. Don't worry about the difference, but just in case, know that it exists. We're out of time now, and we haven't even gotten to pixels. You know, picture elements? The measure that describes the resolution of that new TV or the resolution of that new Alexa with a video screen. But we will get to pixels, and a lot more, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.